have to find my sermon real quick. <laughs> Good morning. Yes, it's a wonderful morning. Um, I apologize that I'm not pastor. Let me get that out of the way. Um, I'm really nervous. Don't like speaking in front of people. Don't like speaking much at all. So if I ramble, it's okay. <laughs> I have to start my timer. We don't have a timer in the back, so I'm keeping one up here. And now after I let some time pass, I can start. That way I can make it actually go longer than five minutes because I heard that, um, I remember Pastor telling us a couple times that his first sermon was five minutes. So I kind of figure if I go beyond five minutes that I'll be pretty good and then he'll be happy, proud, yeah. (laughs) Yep, so uh, today's sermon um, has probably been about a month of me working on. Um, It kind of stemmed from a trip that I took down to D.C. um, to get some things handled and so forth. Uh, And I want to start off with uh, Mark 1, 16 through 18. If Zach can bring that up. Okay, as Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. If you take a minute to think about this verse and what we're actually called to do, um, the follow me aspect can you actually say, yes, I do follow him in everything that I do? Um, I know that for me personally, I always feel like there's some sort of a gap between what I'm supposed to do and what I actually do. So um, I kind of uh, struggle a lot with that. And I feel like God will nudge me in a certain direction sometimes, And sometimes I'm like, yes, I'm going to go that way. And then other times I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) it's like, I'm not sure I can do that. (laughs) Um, Maybe there's a different perspective uh, when we look at the verse compared to what Jesus actually meant. So maybe we just twist the words around. And even though it seems fairly black and white, maybe we transcribe it in some other sort of way. Um, So... When we look at the verse and see Jesus saying, come follow me and I will send you out to fish for people, what do we think of? Is it a relative, a coworker, a friend, a stranger passing by? Um, so during my trip to D.C., I was uh, walking down the streets and there was a homeless person. And whenever I saw them, I acknowledged them, gave them a nod, kind of like what's common around here. Whenever you walk by the street, you kind of like see someone, connect eyes, you nod. Um, So did that to him. He nodded back. uh, Really didn't think too much of it. And then as I continued on to where I was going, I started to notice that everyone was kind of like this. Hmm. Or like this. Or maybe they, they even had their headphones in and couldn't even hear them. Like, if I said, hello, what's up? It's like, nothing. So uh, 
I was really taken back by that because I started to realize how rare it actually was that seeing the person that was homeless on the side that I went ahead and acknowledged them. So I was like patting myself on the back. I'm like, yes, score. I was like, I'm getting somewhere. Um, so I went ahead, went to my appointment, and then I finished up, and then I started walking back to Starbucks. And that's where the homeless guy was. He was right outside of Starbucks. And I remember that day was really hot and probably a little hotter than Cozumel whenever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fairly warm. <laughs> Uh, I, maybe it just was that I wasn't accustomed to the heat. Um, so I, I felt God kind of like nudging me. And it's like, okay, see the homeless guy. It's like, really should buy him something to drink at least. It's like, yeah, that should be the right thing to do and so on and so forth. I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead, go into Starbucks, set my computer up because I was going to work there for the day. And I was like, once I set up, I'll go ahead and get some water for myself and for him and make sure he's taken care of and everything. So I went ahead and uh, opened up my laptop, got set up, and then all of a sudden everyone around me was working. I started working and I completely forgot about the homeless person outside. I started to get consumed completely by what I was doing more so than being concerned about the people that were around me, whether it was directly around me in the room that I was in or outside. And um, uh, I kind of started wondering, like, is it because uh, I was too busy or was it because they were at a lower stature or stature than what I consider myself to be? Because sometimes whenever you see someone of... Um, a different stature, you kind of say, well, I'm just going to move on by. Kind of like what a lot of people in D.C. were doing, just kind of like, well, they're not worth my time. I'm just going to keep moving forward. Um, So it's real easy to get caught up with the life and the work that surrounds us and forget that whenever God nudges us to actually move and put one foot in front of the other rather than just staying right where we're at and being all nice and cozy. Um, Cool, I'm on pace. (laughs) I I have my sermon broken down into segments, and I'm trying to do it where I have like five-minute segments per section. So as long as I stay on pace, I'm going to be real good for the time. So I've already exceeded pastor's five minutes. Yes. Okay. Um, in John eight twelve, uh, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, "I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life." Uh, first question: Can we all agree that Jesus is the light of the world? Yes. Okay. Of course, it's easier for us to say that He's the Son of God. So why is it that when we read the second half of the verse, if you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life, we don't always follow him. The first thing that Jesus calls his disciples to do is to follow him, nothing else, just follow me. Um, Some days are 
are easier than others to follow Jesus. The days that we follow Jesus takes us to Matthew 5.14, which says, You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Uh, This verse is difficult for some of us to associate with, uh, me included. Why? Because we make mistakes. We're sinners, naturally. Um, While others aren't always able to see them, that doesn't mean that we don't make mistakes and sin. At some point, we feel like we've made one mistake after another and can't do anything right. I I find it a lot easier to pick myself apart more so than anyone else. Um see some people nodding their heads, so quite a few of us apparently do that. Um, I'm sure that Peter could have beat himself up over and over whenever he denied Christ, plenty of times. Um, In Acts 3, verses 1 through 10, uh, one day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from Peter. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as a man who used to be sitting at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what happened to him. So what I get from this whole passage is take what we're given and bless others with it. Um, We may feel that we don't have much at times, but neither did Peter. And if we beat ourselves up along the way as okay, well, I denied Christ, or I didn't give that homeless person some water on a hot day, we're never going to do much of anything. We're going to stay right where we're at and not proceed anywhere. Sure does get dry whenever you start talking a lot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So... What would happen if we stopped and started to think differently and started to give someone else what we actually had? So if it's a simple phone call to a loved one, um, I am thoroughly guilty of not doing that very much. My mom is nodding her head in approval of what I just said. Um, Yes. I love you and the rest of the family very much. I'm just very independent, and I seclude myself, box myself in to a degree. Um, So is it a visit to a friend that we could do where maybe they're in need or going through a rough patch and just a stop in would 
really help lift their spirits and help them to continue trucking on? Um, or is it a place to stay for the night for someone that's having a rough time at home? So you, you never know the situations that everyone is going through. Um, dealing with the youth a lot has really helped to open my eyes with some of the situ- situations that they go through. And a lot of the times I'm kind of like, I wish I could do something, but yet I feel handcuffed. So sometimes it takes someone else that might be a friend of theirs, even though I can't do anything, encouraging someone else to help the other person out and so forth. Um, it could be a uh, ride down the street for a stranger. So uh, I do that. I've gotten talked to about it a couple times. Um, <laughs> I, For whatever reason, God always puts it on my heart. I see a person walking down the road. I immediately want to pick them up be like, hey, where are you going? Let me go ahead and take you there. Um, that's probably like one of the few areas I feel I excel at. And then there are a bunch of others that God's like, you need to work on this, 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 and this. <laughs> so... Um, or something that I know pastor likes to do um, is asking a sales clerk how the day is going and trying to actually um, build them up in their day. Uh, whenever Tracy, I didn't get her approval for this, um, <laughs> whenever she was doing her research, going through being a sales clerk and everything, there were times where uh, we'd talk afterwards and she'd be, really upset because of the way that people treated her. Um, a lot of it was hard for her to take in. And it makes me want to cry a little bit right now. <laughs> um, so taking the time to actually care about the other person that even though they are servicing you and it is their job, still treating them as a human being. Uh, I watched a video yesterday as I was preparing another video. Um, And this person was homeless. And as he was on the street, he'd been on the streets for like a year. And he had a cup with him. And he was asking for money and so forth. And he was really offended whenever someone would call him a bum. Because he didn't feel he was a bum. It was that he had this year where... He lost his job, didn't have a place to stay, and the only thing he could do was resort to begging for money because whenever he would go for a job, they would tell him, okay, well, we'll look at it, leave your phone number. And he's like, I don't have a phone number. It's like, I, in this modern age, it's like everyone always thinks, oh, I have a cell phone or this or that. And it's really uncommon for someone to not have some sort of cellular device or way to contact them, but this is where this individual was. And as this other person walked by, um, they said some derogatory things towards the homeless person, and all the guy did was say, hey, can I have a little change? Just so that he can make ends meet and maybe get a place to stay for the night. And a lot of the times, I think, like, I know I do it sometimes, too, but a lot of people will look at a homeless person and think, like, ugh, they could do so much better for themselves. It's like, 
do something, go get a job. And sometimes it's not that they're not trying to get a job, it's just that the situation that they're in, a lot of people look at them lower and just won't grant them the opportunity. Um, uh-oh. I lost my train of thought. Yes. On that note, we can play a video. <laughs> uh, so, so there's this video that um, I think we've actually watched it before, but it had a different music soundtrack to it, so I ripped the soundtrack off and I put a new one on. Um, and it's more so about the impact that we can actually have whenever we go from one person having something and passing it on to another. So if someone's hurt, just making sure they're okay and so forth. So if Zach, you will, and I can regroup a little. <laughs> Does anyone remember that video? Yes, a couple. Um, yeah, there was some other song. I don't know what it was, and I was like, hmm. I like elevation worship, so I'm just going to throw that in there. Just so. Um, okay, I have absolutely no clue what verse this is because I took all, all my verse numbers from my notes. <laughs> uh, but it's still in the Acts 3, 1 through 10 portion. Um, so the part of them Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I have I give to you. If... We actually take that literally, and whatever we do, whoever we encounter, we actually apply it. Then with that video, you get to see how it trickles down to everyone else. So I, I really feel like what God calls us to do is first love one another like your neighbor, naturally. Um, and if you're going to love your neighbor as yourself, then really whatever you have, you want to naturally give, whether it's a smile, hello, a hug, um, some kind words. Um, it'll make a big difference in if someone's straying away from God or is lost. Maybe it'll bring them back and make a difference for them. And all you can do really is take every moment and just take them one at a time. And do your best. Pray a lot. Trust God. If he nudges you, move. So that's all I have for my sermon today. Now we can stand up and pray and I can be done. <laughs> And for the record, Pastor, I got 24 minutes in. Whew. <laughs> okay, if we uh, bow our heads. Uh, Lord, uh, thank you for all that you've given us and uh, blessed us with. Uh, please help us to acknowledge and recognize the moments that you do move us, want us to move on your behalf, and that we do move and follow you and glorify you and everyone else that sees the way we act 
wants to know you because of the way we are. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.